Could you guys smell it? The Hot Dish Festival yesterday? You definitely could. <laughs> if you were anywhere in Fargo and you said, what's that unique mixture of flavors I'm smelling? <laughs> well, that's because the fifth annual Fargo Hot Dish Festival was held at Drecker Brewing. And I got to tell you, Amy, this might be the most Midwest segment that we've done in a very long time. I love that. Right? We're just going to lean into that Lean feeling. into the hot dish. Um, the Hot Dish Festival sells out every single year. And a bunch of people come into Drecker and taste various hot dishes. Yesterday, gosh, the most teams that they've ever had. And by the way, when they open that new Brujala, they're going to be able to get even more. Oh, I love that. Which is just going to be More tickets, awesome. more hot dish. Mm-hmm, everything. And how many hot dishes? How many hot dishes yesterday? There are 15 teams. 15 and of teams. The 15 That's a teams, lot of hot dishes to try. Yes, and everyone made it, which is the other thing that really is like important to note, that every team had an appearance out there, and we just happened to have the winning team. The UFTA Grand Champions from 701, we've got, uh, uh, I guess... I don't know the hot dishers, the hottest dishes. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you? What, I, I don't even know what we go by when you did, uh, when you win this competition. Yeah, right? There should but be guess, some kind of title, Chef Paul and Chef Avalon. But you've got to have some kind of new bragging rights now, right? I think we do. Um, you know, it's our both of our first competition uh, with the Hot Dish Festival and humble brag. Home- yeah, right. <laughs> uh, taking home the the UFTA Grand Champion is is kind of a big deal for me. Feels uh, pretty good. Yeah, it feels really good. I'm not going to lie. I noticed that there were some tears that were getting wiped away when uh, you guys were posing with your trophy. Uh, and That was definitely me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I got a chance to interview you during the competition, so Avalon, you are the, the hot dish mistress. Yeah, You're the usually one who's uh, in charge. hot dish mama. Uh, another, mm-hmm. I usually get called the uh, other word that I don't think I can say on the air. You certainly can't, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, that's uh, that's usually what I go by around the kitchen. So, so have you been? Have you both been like cooking hot dish forever and ever? Are you both Midwesterners? Tell us about um, hot dish. I'll go. I'll go first. Um, I grew up like a little bit outside of Chicago, and even there, it's not really called hot dish. It's called casserole. So I grew up with like goulash and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's a good Moved up to Fergus, and then I started learning words like uh, supper and hot dish, and I was like, all right. Didn't really like become a thing until I started working at 7 1, and I kind of just made it a weekly thing to make the hot dish at the moment, and it's just definitely kind of. You found your groove. Yeah, I found my groove. It's like the one thing I get to cook where I don't have to think about it too much. I just walk in the cooler and grab things, and it's always awesome. The the beauty of hot dish, I think, is that you you create something that on paper doesn't look like it should go together, right? So, you know, the people who are like, okay, so it's going to have a can of corn, and it's going to have some uh, cream of mushroom soup. And then some tater tots. And you go, wait, wait, what? What? Oh, yeah. By the way, we're also going to put uh, hamburger in there. Go like, oh, well, that's That doesn't make bizarre, any sense. But okay. And then it's amazing. And it's the comfort food you're looking for. How about you, Paul? What's your relationship to hot dish? I grew up with hot dish my entire life. I'm from a little bit north here from East Grand Forks, Minnesota. Uh, grandparents were farmers and just really lived that life. For a long time. You know, I said people are obsessed with these one pan meals right now. And it's like, we've been doing this for 50 years. Yeah, there's a whole deep dive history into the one pan meal. I mean, post um, industrial revolution, it's 
everybody started working more. So how do we feed a lot of people with as little work as possible? And then we come to now and we win. And we're loving it even more, right? Okay. So we need to know about this winning Mm -hmm. dish. Tell us the name of it. Tell us the ingredients. Tell us why everybody loved it. Um, So we have cabbage rolls on our menu. Uh, They're based off of more of like an Eastern European uh, cabbage roll, like Sarma, uh, which is usually like like kind of like a paprika roux or tomato. And that's a dish I did grow up with and I have a lot of comfort involved in it. A lot of time it can be with like lamb, pork, or beef, um, you know, kind of whatever is available. Um, so when we did like our menu development for our like fall time winter menu, I was like, I want to put Sarma on the menu. and But I ended up having a lot of leftovers, became hot dish, and a lot of time hot dish is also our family meal at work and everyone's like, this is so bomb we knew that as soon as we tasted it it was that was the move and that's where we were pretty much dead set on it for the last what like like two months i was gonna say like four but I yeah I, I still had my doubts all the time because i have anxiety <laughs> <laughs> what i noticed is that teams have a couple of different ways that they plate their hot dish or i guess cup their hot dish however you want to do it because everyone gets these little tasters of it sure and um the thing that i i like is you can scoop in the base, but then what was neat about 701 is it was so lovingly to put the that cabbage on the top, right? And I saw you when you pulled out one of the, like, bags of it, and you opened it, and you immediately got hit with that scent, right? That smell. So you get something that is, it's got that uh, tang to it, along along with, the, like, the hot dishiness of it. That pickled cabbage is... It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's lights out good. I mean, cabbage is one of the most underrated vegetables of our time right now. Um, everybody's trying to find the new cool vegetable to use and make it interesting and cool. But, I mean, it's cabbage. Cabbage has it, been there. It goes with been there. Going back to kind of the talking about, like, more economic things, cabbage is also very cheap. Yeah. Too. Um, not all variations of cabbage. We definitely, we used, like, a mixture of uh, green cabbage and savoy cabbage. Savoy cabbage kind of has, like, a lot of, like, veins kind of inside of it. it looks really pretty some good texture yeah um so and like then, if you just googled like sarma hot dish recipe would you be able to come up with one well, maybe i should um well, if you look up cat i have seen cabbage roll hot dish and i have seen cabbage based hot dishes and like casseroles before sure. um but like this like this variation of sarma is definitely a little bit far removed to like a the Yugoslavian Slavic heritage. We definitely put a 701 on. spin on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we utilize like we have like a big hearth where we do like a wood fire. Uh, I believe we use oak. Yep. We use a, a American white oak. Um, and we take tomatoes and we smoke them up in the smoker, oh. and then that's what oh, the sauce yeah. base is. Part of it. So that's where the a lot of the smoky flavor comes from in that. The UFTA Grand Champion is awarded by the three judges who are there, and they are Tom Knowlton, who's the lead brewer over at Drecker. Um, president and CEO of the Visitor Conventions Bureau, Charlie Johnson was there, who's as he's like, I'm as Scandinavian as they come. So I can, I could tell immediately that that taste profile you guys had worked together was right up his alley. And then you had John Lamb and John Lamb's another guy who likes to go and try interesting different foods. And so I could see from just the people there coming back for that second or third helping that you guys had something really special yesterday. And also, a shout-out to all the other teams. There was not a bad hot dish there. Oh, absolutely there, not. There were some people who I think misunderstood the assignment a little bit, but you know what? 
who cares when you're just going and trying all uh, of these amazing dishes? Shout out to Marge's breakfast lasagna. That, that was, was dynamite. That was bomb. Speaking of the economy, can you imagine they did a breakfast lasagna hot dish with the price of eggs right now? Right? I know. <laughs> Insane. $20,000 uh, hot dish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, they they took home uh, pe- People's Choice, people's right? Choice, people's yeah. Choice, yeah. Very, very well deserved. Yes, very um, much so. And they I were, can't wait to get in there and- you guys also had a phenomenal booth, by the way. You fully understood. It looked like I had walked into my grandma's kitchen. I'll be honest. That was uh, that was all Avalon with the decorating. Well done. Well I was... done. I've watched a lot of HGTV growing up. <laughs> um, I have a very well-decorated apartment. Uh, I collected some of the cookbooks. I, I have a vintage cookbook collection. Um, so you can tell I have a lot of collections of a lot of things. Good um, for you. I... Uh, I just like pulled some out. I went to the office. We have a giant cookbook collection in there. And I was like, every like Scandinavian book I can find. I have a couple of like nice gluten free cookbooks. Just threw them on the table, called it a day, and stole some decorations from around the restaurant. So, well, and you brought some of that classic cookware too. That yeah, was a nice so little that, addition. Um, that crock I thrifted actually uh, at the Ark Addict, uh, not too far away from here. And it was actually made like in Yugoslavia and it has it in there. It's like a cute little enamel pot. And I was like, this is very on theme to bring it with. And I- Solid Cold War find. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys now wow. have the bragging rights for a year of the best hot dish. So, you know, Avalon, you got to start thinking about next year already. Oh, already am. That was, we were thinking about it while we were there already. That so. was that was the conversation while we're there, and then on the drive back to 701. I love it. We're like, what are we doing next year? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about 701 real quick too, because you guys, you're not the new guy on on the block anymore. People have now picked you as a favorite restaurant. It's a great place to get together. You've pulled the perception of what downtown is and said, listen, you can. It's not just Broadway. Like, come on over here. There's great places to eat. Um, you guys have anything coming up for Valentine's Day? We have, I mean, for Valentine's Day, yeah, but we have a lot of different things coming up. Um, we do our, our chef meals, um, but for Valentine's Day, we have a blackberry mole duck. Yeah, blackberry Uh, mole duck with, um, black bean cakes and like a salsa, salsa verde, kind of like fluid. Ooh. Yeah. And then we're doing a, uh, cocoa nib infused balsamic elk. With a white chocolate, cauliflower puree, and then some other little decorations on there. Oh, my goodness. Fun. Well, you guys are definitely going out there, huh? <laughs> Holy yeah. Hell. I mean, yeah. If, if we're going to do it, we're going to go hard in the paint and just have fun with it. So <laughs> I love uh, experimenting with flavor profiles and stuff like I that. I will so. give a, a shout out to the schnitzel. Awesome. Absolutely fantastic. So. And then the rhubarb mule is a Ooh. drink that you should definitely not pass by on the menu. Throwing that out okay. there. Okay. You right. and rhubarb, though. I know. Rhubarb, I'm got, a sucker for rhubarb. You got to come in for our kooken. Yeah? It's yeah. Yep. that good? It's pretty yeah. tasty. Okay. Well, I mean, you've pushed me hard enough. <laughs> I think okay, I can't okay we'll twist be your there. Arm. <laughs> uh, Paul and Alan, congratulations to 701 on that big honor of taking home the number one hot dish at the fifth annual Drecker Hot Dish Festival. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you. And thank you to Drecker and everybody else who competed. It was absolutely blast to be there. Thanks for coming in. Every creative place is my-